The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. The Pet Buzz gives you the latest 411 on everything pet related. Everything pet related. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic Pet Duo. Welcome to you from the Pet Bus Studios on the Gulf Coast of Florida. Each week, we bring you the 411 of the best in pet talk radio, helping you take better care of your pets. You know, Dr. Fleck, this is it. This is the Thanksgiving show, and we wish you and your two-legged and four-legged family members a happy holiday. With that being said, let's kick off the show with a weekly countdown. Well, in segment four, Dr. Fleck and I talk about the pet shopping strategies for Black Friday. Three in segment three, because we want to have a safe Thanksgiving holiday, we ask Senior Director of Veterinary Education Outreach at the ASPCA's Animal Poison Control Center, that's the APCC, veterinarian Dr. Tina Wismer to join us and to discuss some of the calls the center receives during the week of Thanksgiving. Great. And in segment two, in this portion of the show, Charlotte and I talk with Steve Craig, the CEO for Cherry Hill Programs about pet pictures with Santa. And in one, during this stressful year, we have to be grateful for our traditions that have stayed the same. And this is the reason that Dr. Fleck and I are excited for the return of the 2020 National Dog Show airing after the Maisie's Thanksgiving Day Parade on November 26th at 12 p.m. And joining us today is Wayne Ferguson, president of the Kennel Club of Philadelphia who also acts as the show's in-house announcer. Wayne's got so many jobs you can't keep up. He's got so many, I know. Wayne, we're really happy that you could rejoin us again today. Back again. Back again. It's a pleasure. I'm so so happy to have you to uh, you would have me as a guest. Thank you. (laughs) That's great. You know, the nice thing about doing the new format is where we really get to see everybody. So that's really nice. Okay. And I'm sure you're happy about that too, Wayne, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So give us a little history about the National Dog Show. Sure thing. Well, it all began in uh, 2001. I got a phone call from John Miller, the president of NBC. And um, he said, you know, we've been running the same movie for quite some years. I think it was Miracle on 32nd Street or 34th Street. (laughs) And um, I guess the ratings were not that great. And uh, everything was built around pre-football back then, what you could put on. So uh, he invited me into 30 Rock. We talked about it. And it was uh, he started it because he saw the picture best in show. And all dog, purebred dog people know what that picture is about. And even if you don't own a dog, many people have seen it. It was a parody of the dog shows itself. And ironically enough, it was supposed to be the Kennel Club of Philadelphia, but they called it a different name. So I didn't realize that he wanted to set it up as a parody and continue sort of like the movie. And I explained to him, I said, John, you know, we've been in business since 1876 and we take the show very seriously. So uh, that ended the conversation. I thought it was all over because he wanted to make an extension of the movie. 
about a week later, I got a phone call and he said, you know what, let's do it your way. He said, we're going to bring our cameras in and we'll shoot the show exactly how you have presented it for many years. It was a great success that year. I think we had about 6 million viewers. Last year, we had 28 million. And of course, wow. the time, time slot is beautiful. It's right after the parade. Oh, yeah. People are in their living rooms smelling turkey. They're greeting guests and family. It's a tradition. It's, um, it's not, a, not a religious holiday, obviously, which makes it even uh, more fun because people, all people can enjoy it. Absolutely. So we've had, we've, we've had a good run. This is our 19th year. 19 years. 19 Can you years. believe it? Wow. I know. That's such a long so time. Fantastic. But it just seems like yesterday. You know, it's funny. I, I was at the supermarket um, about a month ago, and um, one of my friends came by with uh, his daughter. And, uh, and I hadn't seen him in many in about three or four years. And his daughter is now 26 years old. <laughs> and she said to me, Mr. Ferguson, I've been watching you on television and the show since I was six or seven years old. And it was like, made me, uh, made me feel so good. <laughs> or, or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it just, it goes to show you how things change. And I know, um, you know, these are one of the traditions that we have that we love so much. But the <clears throat> pandemic has really changed a lot of things. How has the national dog show been affected by the pandemic? Well, you know, we really didn't think we're, we're, we're going to have it because of the restrictions. At the time we started to put it together, about nine, ten months ago, you know, we, we, we start very early every year. Uh, Pennsylvania is a quarantine state. They have many states, about 34 of them now, I think, that are on their quarantine list. We didn't know how that would affect us. Um, we thought we had to go to Harrisburg. However, Montgomery County is one of only seven counties of the 67 counties in Pennsylvania that has its own Board of Health Bureau. And the Board of Health Bureaus in those seven counties are viewed by Harrisburg as the last word. So we had to make our case uh, in Doylestown to, uh, to the Montgomery County health people and the commissioner, Dr. Valerie Arcouche, who's a very capable, wonderful lady. We promised them that we would cut the show down severely. We're only gonna have 600 dogs. And we normally have 21 to 2,300. Social distancing will be a must. Uh, masks are absolutely mandatory. We're going to have hand-washing stations throughout the building. The building is huge. So with only 600 dogs and their handlers and, and maybe one or two of the owners um, will be cut back severely on people, which is great. Well, that sounds so safe, but um, how does the National Dog Show work? I mean, especially in this time. We're going to make it, we're going to keep it as much as you have known it in the past on television. Uh, we don't think most of our viewers will even recognize the fact that we cut it back so soon. Uh, we will have cardboard cutouts, about 300 of them, in the place of uh, people in the stands. And that should be quite funny because uh, NBC can come up with some pretty bright ideas when it comes to uh, car cartoon characters in, this, in the stands, shall we That's say. awesome. Yeah. Totally awesome. So, you know, big thing, new breeds. Are you guys going to have new breeds at the show this year? We do. We're excited. We have three that have never been shown uh, in Philadelphia. The first one is a Barbet, mm -hmm. a beautiful, smaller uh, sporting dog, Duck Hunter. We have the Dogo Argentino, which is a rather rugged working dog, used, at, used as a guard dog in Argentina. 
they're really beautiful animals, smooth coated, completely white. Um, the barbet can be mixed colors, by the way. And the third one is actually the fourth of the Belgian herd that we call. There are four Belgian breeds and it's called the Belgian Lacanois. And it's a sister or brother to the Belgian Sheepdog, Tavern and Malinois. So oh. it's a welcome, and, it's, and it is uh, different in, in appearance as well as the other three differ from each other. Okay, so yeah. new judging panel, cutouts in the stands. Interesting new you breeds. Know, interesting new breeds, French, South American, gotta know. John O'Hurley, David Fry. Very popular. Are they going to be there? They, they will be. Yep. Oh, good. good. I, 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 I assume that Wayne would just take all their jobs. You know, he's the in-house announcer. He could, you, know, put, you know, you could do that. You could put on the, the wig and be John O'Hurley and then just... Uh, he could be ubiquitous. Every Wait a second. Day. Did you say put a wig on? I, yeah. I mean, you know, to do the John O'Hurley do, because John is known for that oh, yeah. white hair. But, you know, since you got the beard, you're, you know, you're doing okay. I told, you that. I, I told you that last year. Sexy Wayne Ferguson in command, in charge. Well, I know Charlotte and I are really looking forward to our Thanksgiving dog show. And we really thank you for coming and joining us today. I always enjoy it. You have to remind us again, where and when can we watch the show? You can where, of course, is your living room, bedroom or basement or man cave or wherever you'd like to look at TV. And it will be Thanksgiving Day at 12 noon, right after the Macy's Day Parade, all time zones. Awesome. Oh, wonderful. So up next, Doc and I can't wait to talk about Pet Picks with Santa. Let's create holiday magic with memories as soon as we can. What would you do with two and a half more years with your dog? Two and a half more years of fetch, of walks, of love. Studies show that overweight dogs live two and a half years less on average than dogs at a healthy weight. But Slim Paws is here to help. Veterinarian recommended weight loss in one daily chew for your dog. Slim Paws, for the long, healthy life of your dog. I want to be a contender. I want a warm belly to sleep on. A big house. How do I look? Do, do I look good? I want to play hard. My nails done once a month. I want. I want. I want a home. I just want a home. I want someone to love. Last year, more than 30,000 companion animals came to us without homes. 20,000 of them were felines. Let's make some homes. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? I love animals and want my pets to be healthy. So I asked our vet who recommended EpiPet Ear Cleaner. It's super simple and it even smells good. Every week I use it on both my dog and my cat to gently remove wax and debris. <laughs> I even told my friend Aiden to try EpiPet on his dog Sophie who always had red ears. But not anymore. Now we both have happy and healthy pets. Thanks, EpiPet. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. 
For more information, visit epi-pet.com. Thank you so much for joining the Pet Buzz. This show is hosted by the Pet Dynamic Duo. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. Well, visiting Santa is a treasured holiday tradition. Circumstances may be different this year, but it seems that the elves at Cherry Hill programs are making it possible for pet parents to have pet pics with Santa. So joining us today to talk about pet pictures with Santa is Steve Craig, head elf in charge at Cherry Hill programs, who happens to be the CEO. Prior to coming to Cherry Hill programs, Steve Craig was the founder and former CEO of Photogenic Inc., so Steve joined Terry Hill Programs senior leadership when PGI was acquired in May of 2020. And since then, Steve has continued to lead the company's souvenir division while also taking on a strategic client programs in support of the holiday division. As CEO, Steve will lead Cherry Hill Programs growth with a keen focus on the evolution of the traditional holiday photography experience. So welcome to the Pet Buzz. We're so glad to have you here. Well, thank you. It's it's great to be here and, and looking forward to sharing our, our, our pet opportunities with everybody, all of your listeners. You know, visiting with Santa is one of the most beloved holiday traditions. So why do pet parents want to share that pet pictures with Santa? Like what's what's that about? Well, it's pretty simple for for so many of us pet owners. And I have three dogs myself, golden retrievers. They're our children. And whether they're your second set of children, the ones that never move up, move out of the house. You mean the two-legged ones? Yes, I, I have two two-legged children, but I also have three four-legged children. Mm-hmm. And, and the main difference is the two-legged, they moved out, but they left me with the three four-legged children and, and they are our children and uh, they want to see Santa just like the my other kids did. You know, it's interesting because COVID-19 has affected so many of us in so many ways. So how is uh, the pandemic affecting these merry traditions that we have, like pet pics with Santa? Well, we actually did pet, pet photos with Santa live in person in all of our brick and mortar locations. And with, with COVID-19, we've evolved and we've evolved to a digital platform where you can now get the same experience. You can upload your own photos of, of your pets. Mm-hmm. and place them in Santa's sleigh. You can place them in a motorcycle sidecar riding you know, next to Santa Claus um, and all sorts of fun poses like that. I, I actually have one of our pictures where the dog is definitely in the naughty category. You know, he just finished rolling around in mud. He's covered from head to toe, and, mm-hmm. and we put him in with the, the naughty photo, and uh, the other one got into the, the nice photo. So how else do we do that? Do we lot where, so where, like, how does it work? Like, so what do we do? Well, it starts out, you go to our website called createholidaymagic.com. Okay. And from there, you can then go into my pet photo with Santa. Once you're there, you can upload a photo, either one that you've taken or a new one that you want to take. And then you put it in a variety of different backgrounds. Because, you know, usually pet parents and when they're doing those annual pictures with Santa, they got to get the pet cleaned up they got to go to the spa you know they got to get the haircut they got to get the appropriate outfit whether it's the ugly sweater or whether it's the bow tie well that, that's the neat thing it's sort of re- regardless of when your dog happens to be clean you can do it anytime with a digital platform okay. 
So if, if you wake up Tuesday morning and your dog wasn't rolling around in the mud and he, he happens to be in, in the right mood and behaving, you're, you're in good shape and you can go ahead and do it right then and there. So I guess the whole I mean, you know, one of the nice things about Pet Picks with Santa was the opportunity to go into the mall and, you know, to see Santa, have the dog sit on Santa's lap. Although Santa did have to change his suit first because he had to put on the pet Santa suit. Exactly. So I, you know, I think, you know, and also the other things where there were certain days. So this actually, in some ways, for pet parent, is a lot easier, correct? It's 24-7. If you get up at midnight and you feel like taking a pet photo, you can go online, you can upload your pet photo and put them in backgrounds with Santa Claus. I think that's great for all those millennials who are up all hours of the day. <laughs> there you go. But yes, it's a 24-7 product. So you're not limited by the, the days that we're open in the brick and mortar. Which is good because I think a lot of your competitors aren't necessarily doing pet picks with Santa, correct? Correct. In, in the brick and mortar world last year when we were doing this in, in person, it was limited to the front half of the season. So you can do this right up to Christmas Eve. The other thing is, I mean, a lot of people, now that the numbers are rising all over the country, they really do not want to take their dogs or cats out because we know that dogs and cats are susceptible, especially cats are susceptible to getting COVID. Although dogs don't shed the virus, cats can. So I think it's a great thing. Okay. So create the holiday magic. What else if I, I mean, if I go to that website, what else am I going to find? Well, you'll be able to set up Zoom calls with Santa. We have a traditions box that you can also get uh, along with that Zoom call with Santa. You, you can schedule your time and your appointment and a, and a real live Santa will come on to the call with you and talk to your kids. You fill out some information in advance so he actually knows what your kids want. Right. And and with the My Pet Photo with Santa, as an added bonus for that, we also have, if you want to get a photo with your two-legged children, you're able to do that and do My People Photo with Santa. Now, I'm just curious, because I know a lot of wacky pet lovers out there. They might want to just do the phone call with Santa, too. Is that an option if I'm a pet parent? <laughs> We, we, we actually had somebody the other day that scheduled a, a Zoom call with Santa okay. and it was with uh, the, the couple and their two rabbits. Now, I know the big question for pet parents who listen all throughout the country, what is this going to cost for pet pics with Santa and a Zoom call with Santa? It's actually very affordable. The whole package runs $29.99. And with that package, you can get unlimited backgrounds with, with your pets and Santa Claus. And you can get unlimited backgrounds with for your children, your two-legged children and Santa Claus. Wow. You, you can get both and you can upload as many pictures as you want, download as many as you want. And it, it all is just a matter of minutes to be able to go through the whole process. Okay, so $29.99, that's cheap. Yes, it is. Well, let's just get a little bit more sophisticated and say, Steve, that's very inexpensive. Thank you for the sophisticated word. Yes, it's, it's very inexpensive and has a lot of value for the money. You don't have to wait in line. One of the nice perks about being able to do this online is you don't have to worry about whether your pet gets along with the other pets that want to visit Santa at the same time. I think one of the nicest things about doing this whole experience is the fact that a lot of us never take enough pictures of our pets, especially our senior pets. And now this is something that you can look forward to every year. And especially if you can't see the 
grandparents or, you know, your grandparents or or the doggy grandparents, you know, grandparents love their grand dogs too. So it's nice to look at the pet pic with Santa. Every year we find a special frame for our, for our picture with Santa. And, you know, I mean, I get ridiculed, but that's okay because most of my friends have kids and I don't have kids. So my fur babies are my fur kids, just like you. Well, Steve, I want to thank you so much for being here. Steve Craig, everybody, CEO, head elf in charge at Cherry Hill Programs. I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, Steve. And hundreds and hundreds of pictures with Santa for the great price of $29.99. Exactly. All they have to do is go to createholidaymagic.com and they can do pictures with um, my pet photo with Santa or their other two-legged children with Santa. And you stole my line because I was going to say to learn more about Cherry Hill programs, visit Cherry Hill programs with an S dot com. And to learn more about the pet picks with Santa, visit createholidaymagic.com. Up next, we're talking to ASPCA's Dr. Tina Wismore about Thanksgiving dangers. She is reviewing some of the top calls from the Poison Control Center this time of year. So stick around for some more pet buzz coming at you real soon. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use The Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. When your doctor recommended omega fatty acids as a daily supplement, he told you that they promoted better heart, brain, skin, joint, and immune system health. Well, doesn't it make sense for your pet to have the same health benefits? EpiPet Whole Fish Treat, an all-natural smoked fish supplement, is 100% bioavailable, bringing your pets the nutrients they need to keep them healthy and happy. To order better pet health for your dog or cat, visit www.epi-pet.com. Welcome back. You are listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. And I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. So let's kick off segment number three with my I likey of the week. That's the way it has to be because that's the way I like it. It's genius. I like it. I love it. I like it. It's to die for. I like it. I like to celebrate the traditions of Thanksgiving by dressing up my pets with Ruby's Pilgrim and or Indian costumes. You know, Thanksgiving is a time we have to remember the whole history of the holiday. So many times when we celebrate holidays, right, Dr. Fleck, we don't reminisce about the holidays. And for Thanksgiving, we know that the Pilgrims and the Indians sat down and enjoyed what? Corn and other Thanksgiving Americana, right? Delights. I think so. Actually, root vegetables, right? I think so. So anyway, check out the Indian or the Pilgrim costumes on Amazon and eBay. As Ruby's doesn't sell costumes directly to the public, I always like to accessorize them with an orange or a Thanksgiving theme leash and collar. And for dogs who do not like costumes like our dog, Hannah, think about a holiday themed bandana. Those are always attractive and they make the dog look 
very regal, right? Yeah, yeah, very festive. Very festive. Well, don't forget to snap some great pics of your cat or dog, Felix or Fido, with and without the family, because pet pictures allow you to always have cherished memories of your dog or cat. So check out our social media channels for pictures of our pets dressed to impress and enjoying our holiday traditions. You know, one of the things that people always say to me, Dr. Fleck, is they never took enough pictures of their dog or cat. Do you hear the same thing? As well as children sometimes. Exactly. Or those pictures get destroyed. So now we have so many social media sticks and programs and apps to save our pictures. So it's just a nice idea to take as many pictures of your beloved pet as possible. So when you reminisce about that one special pet, you have those pictures. Those memories are so important. Okay, and we're going to bring on our next guest. Well, as you begin making your Thanksgiving plans and preparations, please remember to keep your furry family member safety in mind. You know, dangers such as pancreatitis, is that what it is? You know, bloat and toxins are, are really significant risk for your pets during the holidays. So we want you to remember an ounce of prevention is much better than a costly veterinary bill that can affect your Christmas spending. You know, and in the spirit of attempting to prevent Thanksgiving Day pet disasters in our home. In our home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Senior Director of Veterinary Educational Outreach at the ASPCA's Animal Poison Control Center, APCC. That's like a mouthful. I know it. That's what you had me do, a big mouthful I know, I know, but you know, you got to- But anyway, it's veterinarian Dr. Tina Wismer, and she's here to discuss some calls that the center received during the week of Thanksgiving. So Dr. Wismer, Charlotte and I are really pleased to welcome you to the Pet Buzz today. Thank you for inviting me back. So what's the number one reason that people call the Animal Poison Control Center during Thanksgiving week? Let's get right down to it. Right to it. It's chocolate, right? Always chocolate. Thanksgiving, right? It's all about food. So people are really nice. They bring chocolates to other people's homes or they make brownies or a cake. And the dogs, right? They have no off button. They will eat the entire amount of chocolates they can get a hold of. Wow, I never thought it would be chocolate. But, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the newest trends now is to have is really everybody's working on the centerpiece. And now they're doing these big chocolate turkeys. That's going to be the new centerpiece for Thanksgiving, a big chocolate turkey. Got to yeah. keep them away from that chocolate turkey. Right, Dr. Whisper? That's right. I'm thinking of the day after Thanksgiving. And <laughs> I guess you're right. I, I do have people that come with their pets that they finally tell me that the dog ate the chocolate. You know, we have to really uh, grind them and say, okay, what is your, what did the pet eat yesterday? Did it get into the turkey? And they say, well, it was this little chocolate it got into. I think it's those chocolate mints that people put out, you know? Because usually you don't, when you think of Thanksgiving, you don't really think of chocolate. You think of like sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie, apple pie. I mean. I would have thought of that more for Valentine's Day chocolate sure yeah okay well anyway let's move along okay Okay. so we know that there's a hundred methods of preparing a turkey right they include uh frying that's the new everyone loves that you know they do it i think they do it once and they don't do it anymore because it's so dangerous smoking there's bacon wrap 
in there stuffing it. But a lot of people, I don't know if you know this, Dr. Fuck, a lot of people are turning to brining their turkeys. So can brining pose a danger for dogs and cats? And, and explain to us why. Sure. So yes, this is something that we've noticed an increase of in the past probably five years or so, um, is animals getting into the brine. And brine is basically a salt and water mixture. So we can end up seeing salt toxicity with dogs or cats that will drink this liquid that the turkey has been basically marinating in. Wow. You know, doctor, I'm really curious for, for issues for pets at, at Thanksgiving, more for dogs or cats? It's almost always dogs. Dogs made up, make up about 82% of our phone calls here compared to cats with about 12%. Wow. Like what's the big cat thing? So during Thanksgiving, the big cat thing is decor. It is these lilies that are in these beautiful fall color bouquets that we use to brighten up our households. And cats and lilies don't mix. It causes kidney failure if they chew on them or get the pollen on themselves. Wow. So floral arrangements. Got to be careful. I thought lilies were for Easter. Well, I guess people are buying them for Thanksgiving. I mean, I they're, read they're readily available. So, okay, so no lilies, people, no lilies. Well, if you've just joined us, we're speaking with Dr. Tina Wismer, the Senior Director of Veterinary Educational Outreach at the ASPCA's Animal Poison Control Center. Um, talk to us about trash and discarded food items. How can they pose a danger? And what are the top ones? Right. So this is where we see dogs getting into turkey, right? Or cats getting into turkey. We've thrown away the bones. You know, maybe we've thrown away the fat, the carcass. It's in the trash. And then the pets get into it that way. So they've eaten bones, which we do worry can potentially perforate um, the intestinal tract. Or they eat the string that we've used to tie the turkey up with. And we can see that causing um, an intestinal obstruction. Wow, I forgot the strings. Yeah, the string. I mean, we don't see so much corn on the cob at Thanksgiving. We see more like, you know, creamed corn or something like that. Okay. So, doctor, what are some of the other reasons? Sure. Um, the next reason is also a food reason, and it's onions and garlic. And this is not only dogs, but this is cats too, right? We use onions in things like our stuffing um, or potentially garlic. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, one small bite of onion, it's not going to be a problem. But, you know, if they get into large amounts of onions um, or uh, my aunt, I think the only dish she knows how to make is that green bean casserole with the French's <laughs> fried onions on top. Right. We yeah. won't tell her. Not yeah. on national radio. And those French fried onions are good. I know. There's two brands of them. So um, before you go, can you remind us of the telephone number of the Animal Poison Control Center and how pet owners can best be prepared to call should they have an emergency? Because I think that's important. So our phone number is 888-426-4435. And if you're going to call, we're going to ask you questions about how much does your pet weigh? So having a general idea, you know, what the weight range is. And then if you know what they got into, um, that will be very helpful. You know, if it's something like turkey or chocolate, um, you know, we can, we can work with that. But if it got into, let's say, grandma's purse and got into her medication, we need to know the name, the milligram strength, and potentially how many pills are missing. Wow. What great information. Thanks for joining us today. 
Dr. Wisman. It's always fun having her here. I know. Isn't it's just, it? it is great. It's just, you know, I'm loving my guests now that we're doing, doing you know, yeah. the, the radio interviews With video. via Zoom. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's fantastic. That was ASPCA's Dr. Tina Wismer reviewing top dangers that prompt pet owners to call the Animal Poison Control Center during Thanksgiving week. To learn more, visit ASPCA.org. And if you need help for Fido or Felix, the telephone number is 888 888- 426-4435. Up next, Black Friday Pet Shopping Strategies. Warmer temperatures mean more time outside. You have sunscreen for yourself, but what about Fido? According to the American Animal Hospital Association and the American College of Veterinary Dermatology, pets need sunscreen too. I love two things, sports and my dog Chester. Where I go, he goes. To the beach, to play soccer, everywhere. We spend a lot of time together in the sun, so I always carry a can of EpiPet sunscreen. So Chester is protected from the sun's harmful UV rays. I just spray it on and I don't have to worry. Chester is protected, so I know my sports buddies can be with me for a long time. Thanks, EpiPet. Use EpiPet Sun Protector, the only FDA-approved pet sunscreen on short-haired, light-colored, hairless, golden retrievers, and other dogs susceptible to skin cancer. Contained in a sports bottle, EpiPet allows you to turn the bottle upside down, making it easier to spray your dog all over to protect your dog from the sun all day and every day. Visit epi-pet.com. I'm petrinologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We are urban, suburban, and and country. And now, Pet Buzz News from around the globe. So are you looking for a volunteer opportunity on Thanksgiving Day? Check out your local shelter and consider walking a shelter dog. He or she will be thankful and you will be blessed. Hey, you know, you can't go to soup kitchens this year to help. So why don't you go to the shelter and help out the pets? I think that's a great idea. And there's so many more pets that still need to be adopted. Well, let's talk shopping now. This is something that you like very much. Shopping. (laughs) Okay. Shopping for pets, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting pet supplies on sale really puts you in the holiday spirit. So, Charlotte, how has Black Friday shopping changed over the last few years? Black Friday is not only celebrated on one day. It's really celebrated right after the election. And it really goes all the way through to Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving. You've got deals that are leaked early on. You've got the deals start later. And then plus, Black Friday is not just Black Friday. There's Small Business Saturday put together by American Express. And then there's Cyber Monday. So there's always doorbusters, early bird specials, and hour-to-hour special sales that you have to buy within one hour. So I've never really taken advantage of it, but are the deals really that good? The deals can be good. So what I suggest now is that you start now. If there's something that you really, really want, maybe you want one of those GPS collars. They tend to be expensers or one of the cameras that throw treats. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That stuff tends to be a little bit more pricey. Start looking to see what the price is are now and then what they could be. So what I usually suggest is 
you go to a site like Retail Me Not, which they do compare and contrast, or you also go to that manufacturer's website and see if they're advertising for a Black Friday sale. And like I said, a lot of the sales are on now because of the economy. And, you know, people are feeling a little tight with their money. They want as many shopping days as possible. So they will be offering these deals and deals a little bit longer. So to answer your question, yes, some of the deals are good, that good, and some of them are that bad. Okay. So if there are so many deals and like you want so much stuff, how do you organize your shopping? Well, I think with pet shopping, pet shopping strategies, one of the great things that you're going to find is on Black Friday, honestly, there's never a lot of people in the pet stores. And also now people are going less and less out to stores because stores have a tendency to be high on the list for being spread COVID, COVID-19. So what I always do is put my list together like so. Basically, essentials, essentials like pet food and litter, uh, dry dog food, canned dog food. Those are always have really great sales. So if you use a specific brand, it's a great time. Once you go to your big box store or you go to your pet store and you look up that brand, there's always like maybe a BOGO, you know, buy one, get one free. So check out your favorite pet store now. See if your brand is going to be on sale or you might even have to wait till right before uh, Black Friday, right before Thanksgiving. So that's the first step in organization. Maybe your pet needs a new coat, a new sweater, a new jacket. You know, that's, you know, could you wear the old coat or old sweater or jacket? Yeah, but maybe you want to buy a new one. So check that out. Um, Just do some research, like I said, before the holiday, see what's happening, what's what the fashionable dogs are wearing. And also maybe it's time if you need a coat that fits, you know, certain dogs like your um, dogs with big chests, like Weimaraners, you know, your French bulldogs, your small English toys, your uh, English bulldogs. Some of those shapes are really hard to fit. So you might want to look around for uh, great coats. Then there's the fantasy list, you know, the Furbu camera, the camera that throws treats, the GPS collar. Those are the things that cost like $200 and more. So that's how you want to put your list together. So before, during Black Friday through Cyber Monday, what are generally the best deals for pet owners? Yeah, I mean, I think the best deals really are, like I said, they're on the high tech stuff, you know, the tech products, as well as the food stuffs. But you just really if you have a shampoo like your business, EpiPet, for example, you guys offer Black Fridays, Black Friday, Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. A lot of pet manufacturers are really small businesses and they really wait until the last minute to advertise their products because they just kind of want to see where they are, where they want to be. So a lot of those things tend to be last minute deals. Okay. So give us some advice. What are the best places and sites to shop? I always think one of the best places to shop is to go to like a Target because Target has a variety of steals and deals. They always have a good pet section. I mean, they've got lots of stuff for the Christmas holiday. Um, So that's one site and they have, you know, hourly deals. Um, 
you know, Walmart does some stuff, but not so much on the pet stuff. They have more food type products. You know what I mean? Whereas Target has more coats and jackets. Um, like I said, go to one of your favorite manufacturers, go to the tech, go to Best Buy and see what they're offering for pets. Best Buy has a lot of products and actually their steals and deals are starting now. Some of your Petco, PetSmart brands, those are really some of the best sites to go to. And then for comparison shopping, you might want to go to a place like Retail Me Not and just do some price compare. Amazon is always a great place to go, of course. It's like, I guess, the go-to. And you know what the best part about Amazon is? Hmm. Everything comes so quickly. Hmm. You know, a few weeks ago, I bought something from Macy's. It took forever to come. Hmm. It took three weeks, and then they sent me the wrong thing. Amazon gets it right. It's really to you within anywhere from same day to maybe a week out. So my suspicion is a lot of people are going to shop on Black Friday. Should they take their pet with them? Well, I think people are going to be out on Black Friday. Like a lot of millennials want to be in the experience. And, you know, in past years, we've seen all those fightings. You know, I mean, I hate to say this, but, you know, some people look forward to that fighting on Black Friday over tea. I mean, you kind of expect it every year. I think with COVID, we're not going to see that. But I, you and I have always talked about this. It is not a good idea to take your pet to the stores. You need to leave them home. So if you're going to go buy coats or jackets or anything like that, get out your tape measure, measure from the base of his neck to the base of his tail. Right. And then and then take your measurement and go right behind his front paws. And how many times have we seen puppies that haven't finished up their puppy series of vaccines where people take them to the pet shop happens all the time. Oh, and the last thing I want to tell everyone, don't be tricked or fooled. Don't go to pet stores and buy pets for steal and deal prices, because there's a lot of times and we've talked about this numerous times, right? Absolutely. There is all this crazy interest. So we say on this particular holiday, you can adopt, but you can shop if you're shopping with a reputable breeder. That impulse buying. Exactly. And the kids want, you know, a dog for Christmas. Go to your local shelter or find a reputable breeder. I always say start on the AKC.org website. But again, I think the important thing is, is that that Christmas gift should have been thought about in early November. Give us some thought. Give us some research before you purchase or adopt. You say early November. I say early October. Okay. And there are other things, you know, a pet calendar is a great gift for someone. I love dog themed sweaters for friends. Well, I kind of like healthy things for the pet at Christmas time. Yeah. Why not think about a healthy uh, dental treat? That's good. You could fill a stocking up without the other thing. How is, important is that? Wait, and, you know, my go to gift always is a really nice dog ornament from Bronner's. One of my favorite oh, yeah. places on Earth. And I'm one actually mine too. Yep. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. It's always too soon for the wrap, of course. And before we go, we want to give you a preview for next week's show. Next week, we're talking about the origins of dogs, dog attacks, and how best to protect your pets from climbing and or toppling the Christmas tree. You've had experience with that, I know. I have. Mm-hmm. Dr. Fleck, will you be so kind as to thank our guests? Oh, our wonderful guests this week, Wayne Ferguson, Steve Craig, 
Tina Wismer. Dr. Tina Wismer. Dr. Tina Wismer. We love her. And of course, we must always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin, coat, and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. And if you have a question, write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. We'll try to cover it on next week's show. And if you've missed any portion of this show, visit our social media channels as well as your favorite streaming channels and listen to the linked podcast on Monday morning. And most importantly, remember, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. And as I always say, peace out and pet love. Happy Thanksgiving. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. Tune in each week for the latest 411 on everything pet related. Visit our website at www.thepetbuzz.com. Learn more about us, the show, and our guests. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? I love animals and want my pets to be healthy. So I asked our vet who recommended EpiPet Ear Cleaner. It's super simple and it even smells good. Every week I use it on both my dog and my cat to gently remove wax and debris. (laughs) I even told my friend Aiden to try EpiPet on his dog Sophie who always had red ears. But not anymore. Now we both have happy and healthy pets. Thanks, EpiPet. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, visit epi-pet.com.